Sometimes in life, you get the opportunity to meet an exceptional person. Sometimes it's a coach, a mentor, and sometimes it's even a family member. And the things that they teach you in life allow you to become the best person that you could be. So why does it matter for you in life? And why does it matter for you in business? And how can it help you in the long run? Every single message you deliver is really a sales call. Either you are selling or being sold. Salespeople love to brag about their skills. And the truth is, your success in closing sales depends on your skills, your abilities, and finding the right training. And the great news is, you have come to the right place here at The How to Sell Show with your hosts, Dale Bell and Scott Sylvanbell. And be sure to join the party at howtosell.live and download your copy of The 10 Common Mistakes Salespeople Make. Aloha from Sacramento, California today. Today is an exceptional day. And here's the thing. In any of my content, whether it's YouTube videos or podcasts, every 50th episode, every 50th video, or every 100th video, or every 100th episode, to me is a milestone. So I like to put special content, really cool ideas, really cool concepts, uh, amazing interviews together. I figured I would create content on what it takes to be an exceptional person. And for me, I was very fortunate to have a good role model in my life, and that was my father. So I took a list of ideas, things that he taught me over my lifetime, and I said, hey, look, I think it would be a cool idea to put an episode together where it's like, what is your list? What do you think makes up an exceptional person? What do you think makes up an exceptional man or a woman? My challenge for you is to take a look at the list that I put together, and then you create your own. You could say, hey, you know what, Scott? I like the 12 pieces that you used. I'm going to use those. Or you could say, hey, I like 11 of them and I'm going to change one of them out or I'm going to go and make up my own list, which is very cool. And the reason I say that this is a awesome thing for you to do, an amazing thing for you to do, is it makes you think a little bit differently. Like, what is it that draws you to people? What is it that makes you look at something and go, yeah, I really like that person or they could definitely be a mentor of mine or they could definitely train me. When I'm working with somebody at a high level, I'll take this list and I'll use it as the template to say, hey, look, is this the type of person that I want to associate with or not? And there's been times where I've walked away from business ventures because people were lacking some of these traits. I'm going to dive right in and I'm going to give you my list. One, know how to be an example to others. And there's always people watching, even if you don't see them. There's people who are seeing what you're going to do, how you're going to act, how you're going to react, what's important to you, what you're going to say, how you're going to say it, or if you're going to act at all. And sometimes we look for someone who's going to be an example for us. Sometimes when we're struggling, we're like, you know, what would this person do in this situation? So for me, I'd say, what would my father do in this situation? And when we think about it, sometimes people just need a hero. They need somebody, hey, here's somebody that I could look up to. Here's somebody that I can emulate. Number two on the list, be loyal to those who are around you. It can be very easy to cross people. It could be very easy to not keep your word. And this path may be hard. This path may be difficult for some. Sometimes loyalty is difficult when somebody's being difficult with you. And so the challenge with being loyal and being loyal to those around you means standing up for the people who are getting picked on. That means standing up for the, for those who are struggling too. Number three on the list, know how to have integrity. Do the right thing even when nobody's looking. 
You know, as a kid, I would get grilled by my father and my mom. I would get grilled by my father and my mom if I did something. And, you know, if I did something wrong, they would have the integrity conversation with me. And there was a couple times in my life where I had to have an integrity conversation. And in business, there are times where it's easy to take the, the short path that's fast and make some money or get some accolades. But in the long term, is it going to help you win? And I have seen in my lifetime what I thought were exceptional people turn out to be big losers and have zero integrity. And so this is one of those things where you can look at some people and you could think like, hey, this is an amazing person. And at the end of the day, you find out who they really are. And it could be disheartening. But know that there are some really good people out there. And integrity is really a big deal. Number four, encourage others to do better and be better. You know, my dad, people would call him and and they would they would ask him questions, they would pick his brain. They would want to know information from him. And my dad even even if the person wasn't paying him, my dad would encourage them, "Hey, look, you know what? I believe in you. You could do better, you could be better. Keep going. Somebody's cheering for you." And the thing is, is for you, it may be reciprocal. At some point you may need somebody to cheer for you. And so when you encourage others, there is a point where there is a possibility for them to come back and say, hey, I remember there was a time when I was struggling and you shared with me some some nice words, so I'm going to do the same thing for you. Number five, respect others and their beliefs. Not everybody has the same beliefs as you do. Not everybody has the same upbringing as you do. And sometimes people tell you stuff and you're like, well, that's not how I would do it. But people have different ideas and different ways of making things happen. So, It's a matter sometimes of listening and seeing something from a different view. Number six, listen and be patient with other people. Some people just don't get a chance to be listened to. It's very surprising in life how many times I was in sales calls and somebody would thank me afterwards because it was in-home sales and they would say, hey, thanks for taking the time to listen to my stories. I know that they were silly, but nobody ever listens to me. And there are segments and pockets of the population where people just don't get the opportunity to talk. And sometimes it doesn't result in business and sometimes it does. Sometimes the stories that people tell you (laughs) take longer than they should. But sometimes for those people, it's the the one person that was able to listen to them and, and hear them out. I could think of a couple of times through my lifetime where I talked to some some World War II vets and they told me some pretty amazing stories. And then they were done and they would tell me, hey, I haven't told that story in 30 years. I haven't told that story in 40 years. I had one guy say, I've never told anybody this story. And sometimes people will give you a gem. Number seven, hold confidence in the people that share information with you. If you take what somebody tells you that was supposed to be in confidence and you go and gossip it around, that's a huge problem. You know, that's a matter of trust. This hurts your trust equation. When somebody looks, they say, hey, can I believe this person? Can I trust you? Will I trust you? And when my father passed at the funeral, my mom told the 1,500 people in the audience, she said, if my husband, Dale, who's my father, told you anything, <laughs> nobody knows. He, he took it to the grave with him. And my dad was really good about if you told him something, you're like, hey, I don't want anybody to know. <laughs> You weren't gonna you weren't gonna get him to tell anything. It was like a trap door. Steel trap door wasn't coming out. Number eight, stand up for your beliefs, even if not popular. You know, sometimes it'll cost you business. Sometimes it'll win you business. 
And there's times where people will say, hey, if this is what you believe, then I'm not going to do business with you. And my dad, over his lifetime, took some unpopular stances and lost business. And he was like, look, you know, I got to stand up for my beliefs and I'm going to teach my kids that they got to stand up for their beliefs. Number nine, work hard every day and be reliable. I can't tell you how many times growing up as a kid, service projects that I had to do, how many people I helped move. If I was doing a project like that, my dad said, you know, you're going to treat this like a job. If somebody needs your help, you're going to go out there and you're going to, you're going to put your four hours in, your six hours in, your eight hours in, and you're going to do the hard work. If I ever got caught leaning up against the wall, leaning on a shovel and not doing my fair share, oh, my dad had no problem coming back and having a conversation of like, hey, look, you're here for a service project. You got to get to work. Even in, in the daily life, even, even when I had the chance and the opportunity to work for him, he expected the best out of me and my brothers and my sisters. He expected the best out of his employees. Like, do what you said you were going to do when you said you were going to do it. Show up how you said you were and you be on time. It was always interesting to see if we went to a service project, who showed up early, who stayed late, and who just kind of mailed it in. And my dad had very strong opinions about people who would show up late and mail it in. And there were times where people would say, hey, I want a job. And my dad would say, I've seen how you work and how you don't work. I can't do that for you. And he was very straight up with people sometimes and say, I, I can't hire you based upon what I know and, and what you're going to do uh, as, as an employee. I wish I could. Number 10, don't complain. Nobody's listening. <laughs> you know, uh, my dad was the, the rub some dirt on it type of a guy. It didn't matter what happened. He was like, hey, get back to work. He's like, nobody wants to hear you complain. Nobody's listening to your complaints anyway. Get back to work. And I think of how many times I would be on the job doing something and I'd hear somebody complain and I'd hear my dad in the background. Hey, stop complaining. It doesn't do you any good. Find a way to make it happen. Number 11, serve others. Be willing to give time, effort, energy, and money. And if you get stuck, if you're having problems, go find a service project. Go find somebody who needs some help. Number 12, laugh often. <laughs> My dad loved funny things. And <laughs> we, we would watch movies every Friday night. We would watch uh, Major Pain, Dumb and Dumber, and Tommy Boy. And it wasn't just one movie. We would watch all three. And so it was a family tradition that we would all get together. And we would watch funny movies as a kid. And even into adulthood, I could think of times when I was in my 20s when I'd show up at his house and he was watching Major Pain, Dumb and Dumber, Tommy Boy, and he was laughing at the movies. He was laughing at the movies just like it was the first time that he saw them. I think it's important for people to share what they consider exceptional in other individuals. It's like a legacy. It allows people to live on and it allows for you to take a look and, and measure where you're at and where you're going and what you're doing. I, I was fortunate. I had a good dad, have a good mother, and I had a good role model growing up as a kid and even into adulthood. For you, if you are struggling, there's good people out there to connect with, with just in life and in business as well. The challenge is, is to find some sort of measuring stick. Find some sort of way to confirm that the person that you're around is the type of person that you consider exceptional. I challenge you to take this list and modify it, change it, and come up with your own so that you do know when you meet an exceptional person. So you do know if you're being an exceptional person. And I appreciate you as a listener. I appreciate you what you do. And if there's anything that I could do to help you, 
drop a note in the description, hit me up on Twitter, uh, send me a message on Facebook, and we'll see what we can get worked out. Thanks for checking out this episode of the How to Sell Show. You can join the party at howtosell.live to get the show notes, links, updates on new episodes, recordings of previous episodes, articles, as well as videos. You may not know this sales secret, but sharing this episode with a friend will bring you good luck. See you soon. Mahalo.